Hey, Wayne. Hey, Daryl. You ready to spoil some stuff? Let's spoil some stuff. Welcome to the spoilers, Wayne and Daryl. I'm Daryl. I'm Wayne. And we are the spoilers. We believe in excitement, and we want to share ours with you. All right, Wayne, we're here this week. You saw a movie that we'll talk about. You saw Girl Trip. You'll let us know about that. We'll do your Game of Thrones update. I want to talk about uh, some hype trains coming up. Mostly, uh, you saw a cool Thor trailer. And, of course, the day this is dropping, uh, The Defenders is coming out. So we're going to talk about that. That's Uh, right. Peep that Defenders, people. Yes. All right. So um, before we get started with the show, want to get started with just a little bit of business. Uh, make sure that you rate, review, and subscribe to us on iTunes or Stitcher Radio or wherever you subscribe to podcasts. We really appreciate it, and we want to hear from you. You can also follow my Patreon page at patreon.com slash Daryl Ducharme. Uh, that's a great way to follow what's going on, get a little bit of the behind the scenes. Share that with your friends so they can find out about it as well. Follow us on Twitter, at SpoilersWD. Follow us on Facebook. Just look up The Spoilers Wayne and Daryl. And, of course, go to our website, thespoilerswd.com, and you can contact us there, and you can listen to all our previous episodes. Anything you'd like to add? Any pieces of business, Wayne? You covered it all, Daryl. Oh, that's so wonderful. Well, it's time for you to cover something then, Wayne. Yeah, I saw Girls Trip. Yeah, tell us about Girls Trip. Uh, Girls Trip is a uh, just a comedy, great comedy movie that I saw, and I thought I would tell everyone that they should be out there seeing this movie. It uh, stars Regina Hall, Queen Latifah, Jada Pinkett Smith, and a relative newcomer, Tiffany Haddish. Tiffany Haddish basically steals the whole movie, it is akin to Bridesmaids or something like that. Uh, really a similar vibe to that. Um, it gets a little bit more serious than Bridesmaids did. But it's just uh, a bunch of ladies go on a trip because they go on a trip every year. Some of them have like not been going on the trip. And like it's all about like ladies being together and being your best friends and all that good stuff. Best part of it. Best, just just give us a moment that just sits in your brain. I think the moment that sits in everyone who sees this is brain is uh, there's a moment where uh, Tiffany Haddish is teaching Jada Pinkett Smith how to uh, use a grapefruit to fillet a man. <laughs> That sounds uh, <clears throat> painful. <laughs> uh, it is in graphic detail, by the way. <laughs> Quite graphic detail. Right. And it well, is probably one it. of the funniest things I've ever seen in a movie ever. <laughs> Great. Well, that sounds like the price of admission right there. And uh, yeah. so groovy. Uh, worst part about it, the part that you're going to say isn't worth the money. Um, I would say that it's, um, if you aren't super invested in the store, like in the 
story story um there's not a lot there for you like it there's large deserts in the film where there's not a lot of laughs or anything um it's because they're actually trying to tell a story um yeah right so if you if you don't get invested in the characters like you're it's gonna be uh tough it's a tough one to get through for parts of it but i think you you just stick around for all the funny parts because it's quite a funny movie and you find out about uh, filleting a man with a grapefruit. So there yep. you go. Exactly. <laughs> oh, um, so groovy, groovy. So it's a fun movie, worth worth going to see. So girls, yeah, trip. definitely, definitely worth your dollar if you're if it's still playing in theaters near you. Go see it. Oh, groovy, groovy. Okay, well, um, since you are the man who is seeing things. The thing that you keep telling us about every week is Game of Thrones. Let's see. Uh, this time, I want you to do a three-point shot on the Game of Thrones here. You know, let's see. Like, what are the major things that we need to take and share with people to act like we know what's going on? So the big <laughs> three things that happened. Um... They all basically involve one character, and that's Jon Snow, uh, who knows nothing, and he truly does know nothing about his own heritage, because Ah. we found out this week, in a basically a throwaway scene, um, if you weren't paying attention, you missed it, uh, but I think enough people really pay attention that they caught it, uh, Jon Snow is a trueborn Targaryen and has the best claim to the Iron Throne at this point. Um, They they explained in a scene with uh, Gilly and Sam in at the, uh, you know, at the library, essentially that, Hey, this uh, Prince Rhaegar is as she called it, or Rhaegar Targaryen. Uh, he annulled his marriage to Elia Martell and uh, got married to Lyanna Stark. Um, or as it was implied, those are the things that happened. Uh, but definitely those are the things that happened. Um, so that's number <laughs> one, uh, is that John is a trueborn Targaryen. Uh, that leads to number two, John uh, straight up touched Drogon and Drogon was like, Yo, I'm your friend. Basically, like was just like a little puppy in John's hands. It was pretty amazing. Nice. And then uh, the third thing uh, involves John in less of a way, but uh, Danny straight up murdered hella people, and it was awesome. <laughs> so yes. best it was- best murdering. Best murdering. Uh, she just flew on Dragonback and like baked all these people on John's suggestion. So, <laughs> hey, you know what works really well against people? Flames. Yeah. Go, uh, dragons. <laughs> Dragon flames really works well. Yeah. Go... <laughs> but we only have two episodes of Game of Thrones left until potentially 2019. 
You oh. don't know when the new season is going to come out. It's either going to come out in 2018 or 2019. Um, but from what I'm hearing, uh, it's basically going to be six two-hour episodes. Mm. So uh, expect as much Game of Thrones, just in less episodes. Okay. Um, but it's it's pretty awesome. All right. For, for two-hour episodes, I'll let you do six points. No, I don't need any more points. <laughs> All right, gravy. So Jon Snow. Now we know something about Jon Snow so that we can go and talk about how we, uh, how Jon Snow knows nothing about exactly. himself. Um, exactly. How to bake uh, enemies. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, we still need to talk about uh, Thor Ragnarok trailer and uh, the Defenders. But before that, we're going to take a little break for station identification, uh, which might not be anything but a little noise. And then when we're back, we will talk about some more stuff. All right. All right, and we're back. Uh, Wayne, before we, we go any further, I forgot there's another another thing coming soon that'll be out before our next episode, and that is The Tick that comes out August 25th. The episodes, it's on Amazon Prime. It's The Tick, live action coming coming to your your computer screen. Uh, yeah, live action The Tick version 2.0. Yeah, have you watched anything of that? I watched the pilot. I haven't seen the pilot yet. I've seen the commercials, and it looks pretty funny. Yeah, the, the pilot was pretty good. It was nice and, mm, you know, the thing always about uh, The Tick and kind of it's it's a little more adult. Like, not like adult, like, ooh, but it's like kind of nasty or adult language it's just a little less plain black and white superhero sort of thing so it's a little more adult yeah. where it's just a little more twisted i guess the fact is adults are twisted that's how we are so it was it was pretty funny and honestly i i watched the tick when it was a cartoon way back when but I don't remember hardly anything from it other than Spoon. Uh, so, so I have a question. Okay. Does it dive into the question of is the tick a basically insane person? Uh, like, I think that anything that is the tick kind of like has to dive into that or else it's not being true to the tick. Yeah, there's uh, there's something very questionable about the main character, the non-ticks, like his sidekick, Arthur, Arthur, about kind of his sanity a little bit in the pilot, which is interesting. But because uh, he's kind of your narrator of the the show, 
Uh, right. That's so, kind of par for the course on the tech. But they definitely did some stuff where he's kind of this superhero without a sense of what he's doing in the world. He's just like, I'm a superhero. Ha ha. I'm bulletproof and all this stuff. But he doesn't really ha understand the consequences of his actions. So the pilot does come up. But it's really light on that. But it's you do watch it and go, who is this crazy guy? Uh, if you come into this cold, you might actually have a sense of, is he, uh, is he a figment of Arthur's imagination? You know, so it, right. it, it sort of hits on this this craziness of it. But it was uh, it was it was solid. And I, I'm interested to see what they do with the story. It'll be a good palate cleanser from the superhero movies that are just our, your classic superhero movie. It'll be nice to have something where it's a genuine superhero, a genuine comic book character, but also at the same time in a world that is a, a bit different than, than these are, a little bit twisted. And that's nice. Uh, so I'm looking forward to that. Um, awesome. So, yeah, plus it's Peter Serafinowicz, so who can be mad about that? I'm guessing... Uh, he plays the tick. Well, I know, but I'm guessing... Uh, actually, I don't know anybody who doesn't like him. So Yeah, who I, doesn't like Peter Serafinowicz? He's the yeah, best. Exactly. So, okay. Um, so let's talk about what you showed me right before we started recording. And then so, yeah. Thor Ragnarok international trailer. Um, like many things that are international, and by international, it looked like it was Japanese trailer. Yeah, I um, believe so. Oh, my God. They, they pull out the right music that just makes you like, oh, yeah. But they start off with Doctor Strange. Yeah, there's like a, almost a whole minute of Doctor Strange in the beginning, and it's pretty amazing. Yeah, I'm just like, what? Why why haven't they showed us any of this so far? I mean <laughs> it's Well, yeah, I mean, I understand why they kind of wanted to sell it on on Thor, but we knew back in Doctor Strange that Doctor Strange is going to be in Thor. That's true. Because... They, did, they did do that uh at the, the end credits scene for Doctor Strange, but it was you know, you never know how they're going to put it into the universe, right? It could be something right. that happens later in Thor, you know, but it, it looks like it's, it, it really doesn't matter where it fits in the movie. It's just the fact that they showed it. I mean, like you said, it's about a whole minute of Doctor Strange in there. And so that just shows you there's a, a good core of the story that is going to come through that. It's not just Jeff Goldblum on a on a different planet and they're fighting uh, right yeah no there's it seems like this movie is three different stories pretty much or yeah. at least two different stories um so the stories as far as from everything we've been able to see is thor searching for uh for odin on earth Thor right. getting his his um, hammer destroyed by Hela. Right. Um, like, these are the story points that we've come up with. Uh, so those two. Uh, then somehow Thor 
goes to goes either goes back to uh to Asgard and gets sent to Sakar or he just gets sent straight to Sakar. I'm not sure how that happens. Yeah, we'll have to see the timeline of the movie when we see it. Yeah, and then uh fighting Hulk and all that and basically putting together the team, which is what they show in this trailer, is putting together the team. Right. Um, and then coming back and kicking Hela's ass. Let's but hope so. Also, I mean, coming also down. kicking Fenris Wolf's ass and Firelord Surter's ass. Oh, like, that looks so. There's a lot of ass kicking. That looks so cool. I mean, people who, like, love the Hulk are going to get to see oh, some, some Hulk some... being Hulk. And at the same yeah. time, you know, you, you, you kind of miss out. It's it's kind of interesting that the movies that were focused on the Hulk were okay. They were okay movies, but they just didn't necessarily give you a, enough of a dimensional character of him, I guess, that you cared about. Whereas now, we it feels like we've got more of a character that we care about and seeing him. You know, I, I did read an article where they talked about there being more improv done in this in Thor Ragnarok for the scenes, yeah. especially yeah. Uh, between Thor and the Hulk uh, or Bruce, uh, depending on, you know, whichever character. But that seems like I, I kind of get that in this this trailer and some of the other trailers, some of the fun they got to have just right. improvising those scenes. Uh from what I've heard, that famous line from the first, uh, like at least the first trailer, or maybe the second trailer, what the "He's my friend from work." Right, right. That, uh, that was like improvised by some uh, uh, Make a Wish kid that was on the set. Yeah, yeah. That's what yeah. I've heard. Is like someone that some Make a Wish kid was like, "Hey, it'd be really funny if he said that," and then they did it. Right. So and it uh, landed so good, <laughs> right? Like it's the perfect line. It is. Like, um, I mean, if I don't know, there's now people are getting all butthurt about bathos in Marvel films, uh, namely. Explain, like, what? Okay, explain that because I think I know what you're talking about, but the term bathos, what is so, that? So it's essentially taking any semblance of seriousness and you and turning it into a joke so the um like the scene where um dr strange is looking in the mirror like all serious and like the cape floats up on him and then he's looking all serious and the cape like wipes his eyebrows or whatever Right, and it's, I, play, okay, and yeah. it's played for a laugh thing. instead of being serious. Right, um, that is bathos, mm. um, and people are all up in arms that that's in these movies. Um, when sounds like DC people trying to find some way to uh, to try and steal the thunder that is Marvel success. Well, I don't think I don't necessarily think it's DC people. I think it's people who've never read comic books and don't realize that these are uh, uh, stories for children. <laughs> um, 
not that they're not good stories for adults as well, um, but these are are not uh, like you can't. There's a um, sustain. You can't sustain a serious bit of story when you're for the masses, basically, right? Well, you it's not. To... Even, it's not even that. There. Um, so. I, I've read I read an article a long time ago about uh, Roger Ebert talking about how he criticizes films and how he can give um, a movie like Gone with the Wind the same rating that he can give uh, a movie like uh, uh, I forget the one that they used as an example, but I think it was like Beyond the Valley of the Dolls or something like that. Both of them got thumbs up from him, right? Right. But I'll just say right. I don't know for sure. <laughs> yes, both of them got got thumbs up from him. But uh, the reason why is because you have to take into context the like the audience that this film is for. Uh, so these Marvel films or these superhero films in general are mostly aimed at young people, like not necessarily all kids, but partially kids, young teenagers, or people who are, you know, interested in like that because of, you know, interested in these films because of, that's what they were interested in when they were young teenagers. Like people right, who are right. trying to recapture that youth. Uh, they're not necessarily made for uh, adults. Like these aren't films that are, that are supposed to be um, like high critical art. And that doesn't mean that they can't be high art. Right. Uh, but that's not their aim. Uh, if they achieve that, like I think the Dark Knight Return or the uh, Dark Knight absolutely achieves the the status of high art, um, but at its core, it's the story of a guy dressing up in a costume, beating up a guy who is dressed up like a clown. So I mean, like you have to take that into heart, um, and I think people who are worried about bathos in these films uh, are uh, taking things a little bit too seriously. Um, you know, there's, there's always going to be a, you know, uh, the Oscar contenders. And then these are just popcorn films. Remember that they're all, these are just giant spectacles for entertainment. Um, and the goal, if the, the end goal of these films is, was it entertaining? Right, exactly. And I think it's, that's why we like them is because they're entertaining films. Right, it's entertainment. Yeah, and I mean, I've talked about this in a lot of stuff we've watched too, is how important it is for me to enjoy seeing the movie. There's a, I mean, there's a certain sense in our culture right now that being happy or having too much enjoyment or something is somehow not not adults not cool not something it's like uh that's so lowbrow but 
it is it really bad to enjoy entertainment is it really bad to be happy if you're happy it, yeah it doesn't mean you know it's 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 something i've talked a lot about with these movies as we've seen them especially when we've been discussing the difference between some of the terrible dc movies and the the or or some of the shows that i have a problem watching uh it it's because i want to have a level of enjoyment and if i find myself not having it even if it's a good show by other measurable objective measures i'm just not gonna watch it so yeah i i don't really care about that i mean i can yeah. see what they're saying from an artistic perspective uh and i have this sort of theory about the entertainment businesses especially but really all forms of creative art where there is the artistic side that pushes the artistic boundaries and there's the business side that pushes the business boundaries and there's all the the ranges in between but they both sides need each other you need the artistic side to push the art so that there's something new to do and you need the business side to push the business so there's money to make the art <laughs> yeah i agree with you and it's just finding that balance in exactly. between the two exactly and we do i mean we have both types of both types of films out there both types of tv shows out there everything's constantly brewing and changing and evolving so yeah i, I, I i'm excited i it, that, that's even kind of the tagline of our show yeah. where excitement matters and we're excited. Exactly. You know, we want to share our excitement. We don't care about the seriousness of it. You know, that's kind of not what the spoilers about. The spoilers is about the, the excitement, the fun of it. Yeah, exactly. Like, I, 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 I just, I think a lot of people need to, uh, just be be willing to be uh, excited about something, or or be willing to just let go and not have a critical eye towards everything not everything needs to have the the biggest critical eye i mean that doesn't necessarily mean accept garbage but like you know as long as something's entertaining just say it was entertaining like that's perfectly fine yeah i mean i, I it's funny because a lot of people talk to me about wonder woman and how the end of the movie things started to fall apart for them and I'm my my take on that is always that it's like by the time I got that far into the movie, I was done caring about anything but being entertained. I was just, you know, they they sold me on everything. So yeah, it, it would have had to have done something terrible to break me out of that at that point. So, but yeah, if it's garbage and you just can't fall into the world enough to enjoy it, well then you can enjoy it. Just enjoy what you can enjoy, and yeah, and just let it's okay. It's okay to enjoy it. Exactly. Now, to get us back on track to Thor. Yes. I do want to mention one of the coolest parts of this trailer is at the end when you find out that the international title of this movie is Mighty Thor Battle Royale. What? I didn't notice that. Is that... Was that yeah. in English somewhere? <laughs> no, the announcer goes, Mighty Thor, Battle Royale. 
Oh, I... it is amazing. <laughs> that is the best title. Yeah. Mighty Thor Battle Royale. Nice. Yeah. All right. So, uh, yeah. So we'll, we'll, maybe we'll call this episode, uh, Mighty Thor Battle Spoil Owl or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, well, let's, let's move on from that. We're all excited about Thor. We have been for a long time. We've talked about it a lot, but the show that is dropping the day this episode drops is the defenders. So let's get discussing this. Yeah. First of all, I'm really excited to see Sigourney Weaver and her character. Uh, yeah, she looks awesome as usual. Yeah, I mean, big fan of like so much of her work. She's got so much range that you know, you know, she's done comedy, she's done dramas, she's done action. So you know she's going to be able to pull from all of those bits to make a very deep character. Yeah, totally. And she just looks like she's just always a badass, too. Yeah, well, she's Sigourney Weaver. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's kind of my take. It's like saying, it's like, it's like Angela Bassett. Yes, always a badass, too. Uh, you know, <laughs> there's some people that are just always badasses. And uh, so... <laughs> and you're just going to look at them and go, wow, awesome. So very, very excited about that. There's lots of little uh, little bits that uh, I saw in there. I think the thing that made me a little mm, happy, uh, given my misgivings with Iron Fist and how the show was done, is at the end of the latest trailer that I was watching was – Jessica Jones being snarky to Danny Rand and so saying, let's go, Ironclad. And, <laughs> and I just really like the idea of her just knocking him down a few pegs constantly. Because he, you know, the way they did that character, he really needs that. <laughs> yeah. I, I think that this is where he's going to shine when he's... Uh, he he's kind of the super fish out of water um, among a bunch of jaded people of, you know, various levels of jadedness. Right. Um, but I, th I think that he's, it seems like he's kind of the one who is um, just hyper excited to get this start, this team started. Yeah, he is. He seems like the character, and he's start. He's he's at least consistent. Where his raison d'être is really to be uh, the Iron Fist, and this sort of belief of what that needs to be: being a protector, being somebody who does this, and and the way they've done the trailers for the show he really seems to be the 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 center that they're all orbiting that's trying to keep pulling them back in it's like no no we need to do this together but they are all the the less uh <laughs> the less uh youthful optimistic ones that <laughs> they're right they're not as youthfully optimistic as he is about the ability to do this stuff uh one of the the great 
things, not really a meme of the moment, but something I saw recently was a one of the texts from superheroes comics where they've got stick trying to get them all together and that- everybody's everybody's saying whatever stick you're you're such a jerk none of us are going to follow you this is this this group's over the defenders are over and then the somebody says the only the only one who's ever been good to me was uh geez what was her her name uh rosario dawson's character oh oh uh uh why can't i remember it right now no it's like in a black hole of stuff and we're all gonna kick ourselves but anyways that the nurse character and then somebody else goes wait you know her and then (laughs) and 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 they all get together and it's like fine we'll fight for her and to and we'll call ourselves the defend hers and <laughs> so it was it, it is kind of the feeling you get with these people where daredevil feels like he's got to do it all himself uh, jessica jones is just jessica jones and luke cage is like i just want to take care of my one little part of the world and the rest you know i don't want to bother with all this other stuff so he really i think it, it i hope that Danny Rand really gets gets to shine in in this space of being the optimistic one, and yet at the same time, Jessica Jones taking him down a peg by saying things like "Let's go, Ironclad." Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm really excited about that. What about you? What what are some of the things that you've seen so far that have you excited? Uh, I think that like the number one thing that I've seen lately that. Uh, it's in the newest trailer. Uh, it's a little bit of Heroes for Hire showing up where uh, there's a bunch of people shooting at Luke Cage and he's just standing there like, whatever. And Danny Rand is hiding behind him. And then Danny Rand pops out and Luke's like, light him up. And then he just punches the shit out of a bunch of people. It's pretty cool. Yeah, the way they make the trailer, he's like, all right, light him up. And then he does, and it's like this whole group of guys just just disappear. Like it's so awesome. It is pretty pretty cool. Um, yeah. So so that's that that's I'm pretty excited. That's coming out tomorrow. We can start we can start with some new new superheroes coming into the the next our next episode. Very very excited about that. So we'll have. The Tick, uh, which I think is only going to come out one episode per week. So we'll only have one new episode of The Tick. But uh, they're going to launch all the Defenders, so we'll probably be binging that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, that's pretty much everything that we had on the plate. Is there anything else, any other cool things in the universe that you want to – <laughs> All right, now oh, it's me Uh Any th- cool things in the universe that you want to tell our listeners about that you're excited about? Um, it's uh, it's getting ever closer to one of our uh, movies we've been watching since the beginning, like pretty much the beginning of our show, uh, which is uh, uh, Kingsman: The Golden Circle. Uh, that comes at the end of next month, and I'm getting pretty 
pretty much the most excited about that right now. Uh, between that and Thor, uh, the next couple months are going to be pretty awesome. Yeah, definitely. Well, very cool. Well, that is all that I have to say. Just one last reminder of all the pieces of business that we need. Rate, review, and subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, or wherever you subscribe to pod podcasts. Uh, follow my Patreon page, patreon.com slash Daryl Ducharme. And please just go ahead and follow it, share it with your friends. And if you're feeling altruistic, lay down a couple bucks a month. It'll really help us out. Follow us on Twitter at SpoilersWD. If you want to follow me directly, I'm at Diakara. If you want to follow Frame Dog, he never writes on Twitter, so it's not even worth it. Yeah, but don't bother. It's, it's there. Also, follow us on Facebook. Uh, just look up the spoilers, Wayne and Daryl, and go to our website, thespoilerswd.com, for all the episodes we've had so far. And last but not least, I want to remind you, it has been one year. This is technically our podiversary, our spoileriversary, if you will. So I just want to say happy anniversary, Wayne. Happy anniversary, Daryl. All right. Everybody, thanks for listening. Hasta la Winnebago and au reservoir. Hasta la pasta and arsevar. Ar.